What's up, everybody? This is Earth 894, a Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast that talks about all things pertinent to the MCU. And if it's got a Marvel red, nice, all caps sticker on it, we probably talk about it. Welcome to our podcast. We're going to be talking about episodes one and two of Loki season two. We've got a lot to talk about, a lot to cover. It's going to feel like we're branching or jumping from different branches of the timeline. So sit tight. We're going to be having a lot of fun. My name is Devin Stone, and with me is a guy who I will share a nice, delicious slice of key lime pie with any day and talk about, you know, how I just went and lost it. It's Louis Tonarini. I prefer the McDonald's apple pie. Yeah, I take that too. I agree with you. He had two different pies in that episode. I didn't think about that. But also, I got it. <laughs> you know, it wouldn't be Loki without me like finding an excuse to bust out the quote unquote horny hat um, because I have a stupid theory <laughs> when we get into talking about uh, what transpired in episode two. I'm going to talk about my stupid thing, but it does relate to pie. So <laughs> get ready. And if you guys don't know what we're talking about, the horny hat is not a literal. Uh, what is this weird dude talking about? Uh, it's our way of saying like conspiracy theories. With the MCU, you know, when you put on that aluminum foil hat, I said horny hat one time and it just, it stuck. We didn't edit it out in post, so I have to live with it. That's this version of the sacred timeline with a horny hat. But yeah, Louie, we're going to be talking about these first two episodes. But before we do that, let's catch up a little bit. We are finally back doing this podcast regularly. Regular, regularly. You know what I'm saying? But this is a time. We're going to talk about this stuff. MCU for you. Oh boy. Oh boy. Louie, catch me up. What you been up to? What is an MCU for you? Oh, so much. Not really that much. Um, I've gotten some new Funkos. Um, I ordered the Star-Lord album cover so very long ago and it finally came it's over there hmm. he's uh in front of the awesome mix volume one and he's singing into the rat it's not a rat but like the space rat yeah and then october 10th and 11th were amazon prime day so i copped two avengers earth beyond earth's mightiest funko pops they're like comic booky but they come with pins so I got oh. an Iron Man and a Thor. They were on sale for $7.99. That's pretty cool. Original originally $15. Huzzah. They also have they also have a Black Panther and a Black Widow. And then they have the Hulk and Captain America available for pre-order. So yeah. I got those because I wanted the pins for my pin board. How's the pinboard looking so um, far? It's a little sad. Uh, all Funko pins and then an Adam crack from the Renaissance Fair pin. Oh, that's pretty cool. And then one, one pin that doesn't actually go on the board from uh, one of the stands we went to at uh, Fan Expo. Ooh. Got a cool little collection going. Bunch of empty space. I hit the ceiling. There's Adam Crack's pin. Sick. There's a big gash where I tried to put a different pin in there and it didn't work. 
There's the pin from Fan Expo. Oh, heck yeah. CNA. Is that CNA Chicago? Is that what they're called? Yeah. Do some really Fan cool, Factory, uh, excuse me. Do some really cool uh, Chicago-inspired screen printing. Well, Louie, you definitely have a cool little collection going. Yeah. Um, other than that, I joined um, Frank, uh, frankly built a, f- a friend of the podcast, kind of, a guy that we interviewed once. Uh, he just reached a million subs on YouTube, so he had a giveaway, and I was like, oh, I'm going to win me a Captain America shield. But the problem was he did it on the day of my daughter's birthday, mm. and it was at 7, and I I was not able to get on. So I got on for a little bit, but I couldn't hear anything. And what I could hear, it was just people donating to him. And I was just like, I'm probably too late at this point. And uh, yeah, I didn't win anything, but congrats to him on a million subs. Yeah. Well, sorry you didn't win anything, man. It's worth a shot, though. Oh, it's it's fine. Big, big stuff happening this this coming Friday. I have beaten Spider-Man. I have beaten The City That Never Sleeps, the downloadable content. I have not beaten, well, for the second time, um, Miles Morales. I'm working on it slow going gotcha. i will i fight crime asleep sometimes i like fall asleep and <laughs> still <laughs> beat up beat up baddies and i wake up and i'm like whoa so i'm working on that game there's no way i'm gonna finish before the new one comes out but that's okay i'm pretty stoked for the new game and i already know i'm probably not gonna play it very much at all for a while but that doesn't stop me from sending tiktoks to my wife about how uh, Spider-Man's coming out and I'm going to save the city and <laughs> how I'm Spider-Man and all that good stuff. Yeah, all of those TikToks and memes that have been going around. I think we had to share one today too on our uh, account that had like me uh, saying why I'm calling in or calling off work on the 20th. It's like, because I'm Spider-Man. Because <laughs> I have to tell you a secret. I'm Spider-Man. Can you believe it? Oh man, it's going to be a, Toby, right? it's like a national holiday for us, man. I, I can't believe the game is finally, finally coming out in just a matter of days. It feels so good to finally like, you know, whenever you wait so long for a movie, a game or a show or something you've been waiting for. And it's like, damn, they announced it. Well, it's going to be a couple of years, few years, who knows? And then when you're finally like days or like you go from months to days to hours away from it releasing, it's like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. It's like such a good feeling. So it's going to be a great Have you Friday. pre-ordered it yet? No, I'm going to do it sometime before thursday night you are crazy i mean it's digital so it's not like you know it doesn't really make mac uh it doesn't really make a difference um i just want to make sure i get it the right version and then i think sometimes the like game unlocks like 11 p.m or midnight usually the night before depending on your time zone i don't know but i figured i'm probably gonna be like staying up to like two in the morning playing it anyways on thursday, i will be asleep friday i will I will be at work on Friday and then I will probably play when the kids go to bed on Friday. And then Saturday is my dad's birthday. And then Sunday, oh, cool. I think we're going to the zoo and then, yeah, it's not, it's not looking very Spider-Man coming up here because it's, it's next to impossible to play when the kids are awake. Yeah. And then when the kids are asleep, I'm trying to spend time with the wife, you know, we're watching Gen V now. 
the whole thing. So uh, hopefully I get to play a little bit. I feel like I'm not going to see Venom until way after everybody else does. That's okay. Well, the biggest thing is make sure that you're really careful on spoilers. And this goes for everybody. Uh, they've been showing more promo materials and everything, like, you know, typical marketing. But I saw one of the villains that they hadn't shown at all uh, today, and I thought it was a shot from a movie, and then I realized it's from the game. So I'm not going to say it, but if uh, you guys are just really, really, really trying to like keep your blinders on, stay spoiler-free, just be really careful. Because, um, damn, it looks so cool. And it, 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 it got me excited, but it's also like, oh, that would have been so much cooler if I like, came across that for the first time in the game. Like, oh my god, this is happening. So it'll be cool. See, I I saw from friend of the show, uh, Jalen Wade. He's at New York Comic Con. He said they played a video of all the suits that you could unlock. Yeah, I and skipped that right like, away. <laughs> wouldn't you want to see that as as you play? Yeah, I, I don't want to like, see that. As far as I know, I'm a little extreme when it comes to the to the uh, trailers and the spoilers. But it's like, if you give me the whole story and then you also give me what the villains look like and what the heroes could look like and all the suits you can unlock and all, at what point is it like, why am I even going to play the game? It's a fair point, man. It takes away like the, the experience because you only get one first time for everything. You can never have that all over. You can't get your mind wiped and relive it. Have, have you seen the, the Venom cut scene? Mm, if it's a new one, I haven't. I've only seen what they've you previously haven't? shown for a while, like back in the past. If it's something that's new, like so you know, there's a new TV spot I haven't watched. It, it's a newer one, and I've seen just the very first couple seconds a million times where the two of them jump off the building. You haven't seen that? Yeah. Well, that spoilers, one. here it comes. Here it comes. They jump off the building, and then Venom appears, and then you're just like, that would have been awesome had I done it in the game because... Right now, I'm seeing this, and I'm just like, oh, that's cool. But it would have been cool if I had the controller in my hand, and I was, like, immersed in this game. Yeah. I think for the for the marketing for the first one, if I'm not mistaken, they showed the Sinister Five or whatever beating the shit out of Peter on top of the fucking jail or whatever. Yeah, on the raft. And it's like, that's one of, that's one of the craziest parts of the game. Why are we giving this away? I don't understand. At least they cut it's it spider, off. It's a Spider-Man game. At least they cut it off right before it pans up and shows Doc Ock as like the one orchestrating it all. That was cool. You can, I mean, when you play the game, yes. you can you kind of like, you can kind of figure it out, but your point is still valid. I mean, like, it's, yeah, it's like, holy shit, this villain and this villain and this villain. It's like, whoa, it made me interested in the story, but also was like, I think some of them all got new suits at that point, right? Some of them, like some of the villains. But yeah, I, either way, you're. I agree with you. As far as the villains, you said there's a new one in there. As far as the ones that I can remember seeing, it's just been, um, Craven, mm -hmm. Lizard, mm -hmm. Venom, mm -hmm. and then you see on the little tablet you got. Uh, Wraith, which is uh, Yuri mm -hmm. Watanabe. Black Cat seems to be coming back. That, which makes sense, you know. And then I've seen 
the still of Miles and Martin Lee about 700 billion times. Mm -hmm. And that's all the villains I know of. Yeah, I saw someone who was not in that list that you mentioned. Oh, ooh, oh, so cool! I don't, I don't want to say anything, dude, because it like it's one of like it's one of those things I wish wasn't spoiled for me because I was like, damn, I can't believe they did this. See, you're saying that, and now I'm like, well, it's probably not the other four guys. Don't think about it. Just do not think about it. Don't think about it. Do not think about it. I will mute you. Do not say anything. Stop. Don't. Because so my face will give it away. Sand, stop. Stop. Sandman. Stop. I'm, not looking, I'm not looking at your face. Oh, my God, but I am. Who do we got? Who do we got? Jesus Sandman. Christ. Carnage. They're not going to do Carnage this close to Venom. Uh, Kingpin. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be good. Yeah, I can't wait. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> Oh man, good times. Yeah, we definitely need to do a little bit of like a, an episode dedicated to the game too. Once we've had some time to play it and everything, I don't anticipate trying to beat it ASAP. I want to really like savor the game. So we'll Hell see. Shit. But it's a good point. <laughs> if you are wanting to talk about the game and having a good time chatting about it, share some cool stuff that you're experiencing or finding in the game when it comes out, you should totally join our Discord channel. We'll have a dedicated uh, Spider Man 2 channel, text channel, so you can. Uh, Hang out in there. So if you want to join our Discord, just look in the show notes. You'll find a cool link. It is free and it is fun. So definitely go check it out. I don't I don't know for a fact, but I'm really hoping they got the the TA TASM two suit for this game. I imagine it would. that is Yeah, you'd imagine it'd be in the first one. Well they didn't not. add that. They only added the the, the first amazing Spider Man suit like later on, right? Because I know you get the first one at least, but the second one they didn't add. I've seen plenty of people make it in mods, so, though. Well, yeah, I don't. I'm not a not a modder. I'm a father. <laughs> so that's that's my sticker. favorite Spidey suit. So, oh, really? so I'm hoping, I'm hoping we get it. I plan on just getting like I don't, once again. This is coming from someone who genuinely does not know what's in the game but i just want to play as uh into the spider verse peter and miles and then just play as those two the whole time like hanging out spider verse style yeah because you get the you get the suit in the first game very last thing you can unlock it's a huge pain in my dick and then when you get to level 13 and miles morales you get the into the spider verse suit so i know they can make the suits but I want to put them on both of them and then fight crime together as Miles and Peter B. Parker. That's a good point. I even think about, I wonder if you can select the suit for both uh, Spider-Men and then that suit stays. So, you know, the game has like points where you can switch and plays Peter plays Miles. So I wonder if you put on like, you know, the into the Spider-Verse suits for both of them, will it stay? Cause sometimes they'll like, they'll like fight crime and the other Spider-Man just shows up to help you or they're already there. Like, cool stuff like that so i'm curious be kind of cool i didn't even think that that wouldn't be an option now you got me a little uh on edge hopefully it just works i feel like it's probably a, a gimme right i don't know 
But man, it's gonna well, be a good Devin, time. I've been I've been blabbing on for like an hour. <laughs> What's been MCU for you, my guy? Oh man, oh man. Yeah, what have I been up to? So I uh launched a little music podcast here that's a little relevant called Pop Punk and Culture. And so if you have Spotify, it is only on there because it is a music show. So it actually pulls the actual like songs from Spotify into the mix and everything. And uh, if you don't have premium, you're only going to hear 30 second clips of the song. That's why I put a playlist for every episode in the little show notes and everything. But anyways, first episode's out. Definitely uh, check it out. If you want to listen to me just blab around a little bit about music, ranging from my ADHD brain of like pop punk to metal to literally listening to like the theme songs of shows I'm watching and stuff like that. Uh, it's a really good time. And I'm just going to kind of like do little, like literally imagine a radio show. Sometimes I chat for a couple minutes and then bam, three songs. Chat for a couple minutes, bam, three songs. So uh, yeah, go check it out. But it's been pretty cool. And uh, look at us, Louie. You and I are now across our uh, podcast first. We got three, no, four podcasts under our uh, little network here in our interconnected arachnoid sub. Blah, 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 blah. I did just put a new episode of Losers up. Uh, that is my very first podcast, Losers. It's uh, spelled like Lou, L-O-U, and then Zers, uh, S-E-R-S, Zers, um, with Richard, who is a fantastic time. I hadn't seen him in so long. We did two hours. Nice. Because of course we did. And then uh, I've been doing Wonderland. Wonderland got cut short last week because of Henry. But we're still doing it. We're in a bit of a struggle, but it's okay. You got this, man. Good progress, though, overall? Uh, sure. Progress, not perfection or something. 25 to 30 pounds. I got time. I mean, only October. Yeah, whatever yeah. they say. <laughs> well, speaking of time, let's uh, spend some time talking about the timekeepers who are apparently... Not real. Is any of this real? That was the main topic of episode two of season two of Loki. So let's dive into it. Boom. You looking for this? Huzzah. Scroll. A scroll said that. Don't. Don't. No. It, it had to be Rhodey. It was from Iron. I mean, ah. Age of Ultron. Don't, don't take that away from me. <laughs> don't. Yeah. It was a scroll. Oh man, I don't I don't know the exact moment. No one does. Wait, wait, are you talking about from when he says that, or from when the scrolls took him over? For when he when the when it, yeah when he becomes a scroll. Well, apparently they don't seem to have a fucking idea either. So who knows? And now I'm now I'm upset. I just I like to I like to imagine it's <laughs> it's when Terrence Howard left, and then he was taken over by a scroll, Don Cheadle. So Loki, uh, first two episodes we're going to be chatting about because <laughs> that's what we're here to talk about. Not anything else that's irrelevant um, because it's not connected. But anyways, Louis, Yuna, and I have uh, watched first two episodes, of course. We're gearing up for episode three coming out this week at the time we're recording. And so it seems like we've kind of got a little bit of a mixed bag of uh, our own kind of like thoughts and opinions on the show so far. Good. And some good criticisms here and there too. But Overall, do a little uh, a check here. Are you enjoying the show? Just is it working for you? Because you really liked the first season. So far, 
Not really. Um, I don't hate it. I just don't feel like anything's <clears throat> really happening. And then what is happening is like so much that I just don't connect to it at all. Like some of these shows you want to connect to. And on this one, it's just like, we're going on a, uh, a genocide of all of these timelines. We're going to kill trillions of people and we need to stop this lady who was in the episode for three seconds. Who's now just trying to murder everyone forever. I'm just, whoa, whoa. And I don't, I don't know if I'm just tired or if I'm just not interested enough but I tend to doze off during the episodes and I try really hard. I'll like keep the lights on and I'll eat ice cream while we're watching or whatever. (laughs) Just, you know, and I, I just, I don't know what it was about the first season that kept me in. I remember the first couple episodes of the first season. I wasn't drawn in as much. Um, we did reviews on the whole first season. I remember you being like, I think this other Loki variant's a girl. What do you know? You're like, well, they've had this girl that they haven't shown yet. And I was like, whatever. And then it was. But I just remember I wasn't totally sold then. So hopefully some good shit starts happening. Um. McDonald's has been in there a few <laughs> times, you know. I I don't know. I just with with Loki just being relegated to Disney Plus, he doesn't feel as important. Mm. But also what's happening in his show is super important, so it's like it's like a paradox. If you it like how do you how do you, how do you have something so important but also not important at all? You know what I mean? Yeah. Never thought about it like that. Well, like for the casual people that don't watch the Disney plus shows, they have no fucking clue what's happening. Like as far as they know, Loki vanished in Endgame, And that was the last time anyone has seen him. Do you remember when we saw quantum mania for the first time, uh, that post credit scene where they show Morbius and Loki watching, um, uh, Victor Timeless. Not Morbius. Oh God, every ding time. Dong. Mobius. <laughs> <laughs> Mobius designs is dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But when that scene happened, do you remember how the audience react in our theater? Because <laughs> I kind of don't. Did you, did you start <laughs> Yes, I did say you started saying Mos- Mosbius. Mosbius <laughs> designs has failed. Oh yeah. Failed. I thought it was Alex dead. and Jessica's love reminds me that. I'm sorry. I did hear your question. Do I remember the reaction? Uh, No. No. I'm going to watch. There's lots of MCU moments. I do remember people's reactions. Uh, That moment, not at all. I feel like that's the, I think that just proved my point though, because we all remember how people react in the theater sometimes when, you know, they, they give you a good reaction. You could, it's audible, but that I like, I think it's kind of the same thing. Some people, it either totally went over their head for when Matt Murdock shows up in No Way Home, uh, or if you know, you know, Rip. and you lose your Not mind. Not for us, though. Yeah. Not for when we went, everyone lost their fucking minds. Yeah. It was great. 
it was opening day or opening night, rather Dolby <laughs> pack theater. Everyone knew what was going on. It's so when you started going into the later showings where people are like, who the fuck is that? One of the guys at work was like, shouldn't it have been Ben Affleck? And I was like, you want me to punch you in the fucking mouth? How dare you? That's hilarious. You know, never say never for Sega Wars, though. You could show up at this point because Kevin Feige has been saying some stuff. And I'm like, oh, boy. I really don't want him to. I just want a good story. Like Secret, Secret Wars is so much like. There's no way you're going to be able to fulfill. What you're trying to do here. It's just not possible, I feel. Yeah, Secret Wars is I'm not gonna lie, man. The last like year and a half, my hype has really gone down and turned into a little bit of uh, skepticism to say the least. But that's neither here nor there. Um, going back to that thing though, it's like your point about it being—he's a very pivotal character doing important things, but he's just on a Disney Plus series. So if you're not watching, you don't really know. I mean, the stats have shown reportedly if they're inflated or what have you uh, that like Loki season one and season two are like one of the, like the highest like viewed shows on the platform which is great but also i mean these streamers can say whatever they want because no one checks this data no one has access to it other than them uh but the point is that if he's doing all this important stuff but then in that scene uh in quantum media and you're like oh my god isn't that guy dead why is owen wilson here who's what like you're gonna be like what the heck is going on and that's your point like if you know, like, oh, shoot, like, that's cool. This is also for season two of Loki, probably. Like, oh, my God, so, like, so great for us. But if you're not, you're probably like, what the hell's this? Like, yeah. it doesn't make sense. So it's kind of like they're shooting themselves in the own foot, it feels like. I mean, I, I don't think anybody is so ignorant to know that there is no, like, just to think that Loki's not there at all. I think anyone with a Roku or a fucking Facebook page knows that Loki season two is now streaming on Disney plus. So I don't think anybody's just like, what? Who's that? <laughs> Cause it's just, you know, it's there, it's everywhere. But, and if you're sitting there watching Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, I'm sure you kind of have an idea of what's going on with Loki. I hope so. Nope. Nobody's like, I really want to watch the new Ant-Man movie. I mean, I was, but I want to watch everything. Yeah, but it's different than like going to see the Avengers or something like that. I digress. I just, I don't know. There's just something about these shows. I just, I don't feel like I need to watch it sometimes. And I'm just... I'm just bored sometimes. Mm. Uh, this show, I feel like, is going to get better. Um, there were flashes in episode two where Loki, like, used his powers and stuff. Yeah. I think it was the first episode where him and Sylvia held hands and green magic shot out of the floor. And I was like, let's go. That was the second episode. Was it twice? Fuck. <laughs> there it is. Oh, yeah, it was the second episode. Yeah. So... Yeah, so like we're getting flashes of stuff, but like I keep saying the word like because I'm a terrible journalist. Um, in in season one, old man Loki brings Asgard out of the ground, yeah, and and Eliath was there, and 
Loki and Sylvie enchant Elioth. I know that's all one episode, but just an example of like stuff happening and just drawing me in. Oh my God, this is amazing. Where in this, it's just people talking most of the time. And they're like, you know, yeah, we trying to move the story along, but you're bringing in people and I'm just, who is that? Who, who are these people? Why do I care? And then Loki's just going back and forth in time. And I'm just confused, not confused. I understand what's happening, but there's stuff I feel like getting left out and I need everything to be spoon fed to me like a, like a child. And that's not happening here. So Mm. Uh, right now I'm lukewarm, but, uh, I, w- I, I want to know how you feel about this, this show, the, the season as of right now. I, uh, I was really, I, I think I get a little Marvel high when it's a new episode. You know, it's like seeing something for the first time. You just, you're like naturally a little bit more inclined to like feel good about it. And so that's how I felt on the first viewing of these first two episodes. And then as I've watched them again with like uh, now context and places stuff, it didn't like bring my like overall like rating of them down. If that makes sense. It's just more so now I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, I do feel like it is moving a little slow. I don't know if this is another six episode series or season or if it's going to be eight. I kind of hope to do more than six episodes, honestly, unless they keep them all to an hour. I mean, I don't know, give or take, but what I do like is that we get a little bit, more of like seeing Loki do his thing with his powers. Like it was cool to finally see him use like his magic in a really like scary way. Like his freaking shadows, yeah, the horny hats on. And then they uh, detain um, X5, Mr. Bradley, um, the brick wall and everything. You show all those like gangsters and everything or like hooligans in the alleyway. And then it's like, ah, it's magic. It's just like, it's cool. It's, I love seeing that. Cause it's like, it's Loki, not just, he doesn't always just has to be a guy talking and we just, we know his powers and then that's, that's it. Like, let's see some of that CGI baby. So that I do. Yeah, like. exactly. But aside from that, man, it's like, I feel like the weakest part of the show right now is really knowing what the purpose is. I mean, we're two episodes in like an hour and a half total. And it feels like they fixed the big problem. They set apart in the first episode with the timelines are all trying to go into this really, really, really tight tunnel, right? But all these branches are going haywire. It can't contain it. If it explodes, literally everything is going to be destroyed, is what like Ouroboros makes it sound like. But then Docs and all those other like hunters just kind of go off the deep end, and they're like, you know what? Yeet, we out. At the end of the first episode, no one knows where they're at. No one knows how to track them. Then they finally figured out very weird way at the end of the second episode, have a very quick anticlimactic battle sequence. And then turns out, even though they like stopped it, it looks like the, those like rogue agents still were able to just completely uh, prune all those timelines and everything. So in theory is the problem of being able to control the, the sacred timeline and, like everything passing through it, is that no longer a problem now? Or do they just like buy a, a crap ton of time for them because now it's like not all these like little branches going off 
are not all trying to go through the tunnel. Like that's where I'm a little confused. It's like, so what's the, like, aside from just where the hell is Ravona Renslayer? Where is, he, or they got to hunt down probably another version of he remains. Um, and then also like, I mean, they found Sylvie. I, I, I don't know. I just don't really know where the show is actually supposed to like, what, what the heck are we trying to accomplish this season is my thing. It, it seems a little weird, but from what I've heard from people who got to watch the first four episodes already, I guess season two or episode two was the weakest, but then season th- or episodes three and four really just like brought the quality of the show back up exponentially. So that's what's kind of giving me some hope. You see this guy, Brad, in the first episode. He's X5. Is that his name? Yeah. And he's like this hard ass and he's talking a lot of shit and he's working for this fucking mean old lady. And then in the next episode, he's like Rock Hudson, like a movie star. He's starring in Zaniacs, Animaniac, whatever the fuck he's in. And I'm like, what? What the fuck happened here? Yeah. Like, from what I understand, Doc was like, we need to find Sylvie. And so he found her immediately and then just went to the regular old sacred timeline and became a movie star. And then Mobius and Loki found him. I don't know if I, like I said, I slept through most of the first episode. So I don't know if like some shit was explained and I just wasn't paying enough attention, but I was, I was lost at at why stuff was happening the way it was in the second episode. So I found something out that was kind of actually interesting. So I was reading, um, one of my favorite things to do whenever I watch a movie or a show, uh, is go to like subreddits to just like the episode or movie discussion. Cause that's sometimes where I find out like little things I miss and it's like, Ooh, interesting or little theories. So that whole thing of like the second episode, I guess there's a technique called like disarming the the viewer or something like that, paraphrased. And that was what they did with this first or the like the first 10 minutes of the second episode because it starts to just give you like a cold open out of nowhere. It's like, here they are, they're chasing down a guy. It's like, you're like just thrown into the middle of the adventure so suddenly that it makes you think like, wait, did I miss something in that first episode? Or like, what the hell is going on? I think when people do it, well and right it can have a cool payoff but i think here it's exactly that point it's like what why is brad all this like what why should we care is really what it comes down to and it just felt strange and i mean at the end i was starting to think about it when i watched it again uh, before recording tonight i don't understand how long brad was gone because if he is with dox's crew he's supposed to go find sylvie he finds her Sounds like he was scared of her anyways and was like, ah, F this. And then also he started thinking more about like, none of this is real. Like we were a lot, we had lies before this. That's how he goes back to like his own timeline or a timeline that has him as a movie star. How long was he there? Did he just like assume the role of himself? Did he like prune his own version of that timeline version of him and then just stake? Or like, has he been there for like, I don't know, several years and built his way? Like, I don't understand how he stabs himself in the hindsight. It doesn't really matter. But like from a time perspective, it's like, how did he already become this like huge movie star when he was going out for a mission? You know, it's like, I think it just goes into the confusion of like, how does time really work? It's it's a little, 
just kind of haphazardly just thrown together. So that was a little disarming, to say the least. It was weird, man. <laughs> I, I, I just, I don't know. I guess the problem I've had with these shows is that you get these new characters and then you're just supposed to know what the hell's going on and care. And Loki didn't have that as much because you had Loki, but now they're like, here's this council of people, Hunter B 15, 13, 15. Um, weird, tiny lady, uh, grumpy, old, grumpy old lady general and i think there was one other person mobius was there four of them or was it three oh i think there was a fourth one an older gentleman yeah he was he he was a judge or something yeah either way they did their whole little talk and i was like who the fuck are these people and they were like fucking kill them all and she's like you can't kill them all those are people and they're like fuck them and then (laughs) Docs is like fucking murder everyone possible. And then that's just what they do. It was weird. I mean, I just judge Gamble seems to be the one who like voted against this thing. And general Docs is basically was pissed and decided to just go off on her own jurisdiction. So that's at least kind of established, but also, yeah, it's like, who are these random people? Like out of nowhere, they showed up and you're, I don't know. It's it's weird. I think also maybe it's part of the storytelling and then just to show like how, I mean, Sylvie makes a good point to Loki saying like the TVA is flawed. Like this is the best you guys could do. Like you guys are like, it's trash. I will make sure like it never works. And it's kind of showing the, the realms of like, now that they know the truth is out there, sort of, they're falling apart. They're like, they have no internal order. It's like, I wouldn't be surprised by the end of this season if we just see like complete anarchy inside the TVA where everyone just says like F it whatever crazy they're jumping out windows they're they're just hopping into timelines becoming movie stars or I don't know riding jet skis like it, it seems like like all chaos would ensue and it's like how do we even like how do you it's like it's like a government shutdown right if uh, the government shut down and you're like a government employee like you cannot be paid and you like it's like, why even work if we're not going to do anything because we can't do anything? And it's like, it's one of those weird things. It's like, why should I even like put in my work if I'm not even going to get like compensated for it? Or if there's like, it's like, it's all meaningless kind of thing. So I feel like it's going to be just like utter, just a calamity towards the end if they can't get this all together. And then there'll be a nice little bow at the end that just wraps all together. Like nothing happened because of a weird time fix thing. But Mobius was a scroll the whole time. Oh, please. And Loki's no. wife is a scroll. And uh, I don't even remember what happens at the end. <laughs> at the end, Loki just goes back to New York and he decides to be nice to the Avengers instead. He just goes back and he decides right. to not pick up that Tesseract in Endgame. Yeah. He decides to fight Thanos, you know, with the Avengers. <sighs> There's something, let's talk about some, so there are some things that are like pretty funny and that I did really enjoy in this show. Um, one thing that almost gave me a heart attack, you know, my love for Casey sounds dumb. I was going to bring it. I was going to bring it up. The first episode. I was going to say like, 
No, we've got a lot more Casey in this yeah. season than we ever did in the first season. And I was going to ask you how you felt about that. I love it. I love Casey. He's so cool. He's so dark. <laughs> I want to I wanna talk about the glow up on this guy, right? When Loki's time slipping in the first episode and you see uh, Casey, it has like headphones on and he's like power waxing the uh, the floor. Obviously, he had like a, a janitorial job or something very like, I don't know, very simple, right? And then it seems like as he's gotten through the TVA, even if he doesn't remember it clearly, he's gotten some cool like promotions. He's working in like at the desk job, you know? So props to Casey. Our boy's making his way up. Um, I love how nerdy he is, but dude, my heart attack almost happened because when uh, Loki is on that mail cart and they're about to crash through the window and that's when you see Casey, I was like, don't kill my boy. Don't flatten him like a pancake throat. <laughs> and I was so scared he was going to die. Uh, so I'm glad that didn't happen. But legit, I was like, oh, I gasped. <laughs> I love Casey. If I could get him on the podcast, I'd love it. Um, Eugene Cordero. Did you, did you see Did you see what Casey was listening to? I didn't see, but I heard. It was like a like a meditation relaxation kind of thing. It's the same thing. Uh, Stephen Grant listens to in Moon Knight. No shit. That's what New Rock Stars ah. said. Eric Voss, mm. I believe. Yeah. Damn, I didn't catch that. I'm Eric Voss. Yeah. New. I believe. I believe that's what he said. Is that he's listening to the same little uh, track? Interesting. That, but I think the one that. If, correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't the one that he listens to how to stay awake? That sounds right. Read a book. Do this. Yeah. Maybe Do it's that. the same voice. Da, da, da. Or maybe it's from the same series. I, They're a, I don't know. Point, but it's yeah. just a. That's, that's it, fascinating. It's a, it's a. It's a thing. Maybe. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Who knows? But that's a cool catch. I, I kind of look into that. Um. Yeah, what what did you think about Casey fangirling over Aurora Borealis? <laughs> Obi, Obi Wan Kenobi, I loved it, dude, because it's like it, it it actually shows us a part of like fleshing out the character a little bit for both Obi and for Casey, because you can see Casey is smart, like he's just a a nerdy shy guy who's very awkward, like Obi, and he he knows his stuff. He memorized the entire thing uh, of that handbook, and Obi's like. You read it? You know it? And he's, he would ask for an autograph. So I wouldn't be surprised if like Obi at the end of this show, he's no longer the only guy working in his uh, uh, department. He's going to have an apprentice, an assistant to Obi. It's going to be Casey. That's my big prediction. Casey is going to be working in that department with his, uh, you know, his role model, his hero. It's going to be protege to Obi. And I love it. If you rearrange all those letters, you get balk. <laughs> what? <laughs> B B O C K. You rearrange O B and K C. It's balk <laughs> or cob. Corn. <laughs> kind of, kind of cob. There you go. Balk. <laughs> I keep seeing that. Oh, they think O B is a variant of fucking. King the Conqueror. That's what I say to that. Yeah. Or uh, Miss Minutes is a variant of 
Kang the Conqueror. What? They're all very like that's the problem with this show, and also to a probably greater extent, Secret Invasion is that everybody is a thing of thing. And you just slap like, it. It's like we're in Loki, so this guy's a variant of that guy, who's a variant of this guy, who's that's that guy, and nobody's who they think they are. The guy that's working at the McDonald's, he's a variant of uh, of Mobius. Blah blah blah. Da, da, da. The fuck out of here. Yeah, I think it's convenient. Can I just enjoy the show for the love of God? Yeah. I think that's something that hopefully once the multiverse saga is gone and finished, maybe we're gonna finally get away from all this like variant crap. It was cool at first, but now that it's like really opened up the floodgates of like, oh my god, let's get Ben Affleck and then Toby McGuire, and then let's get freaking everyone else who played every A B C list character. They had a Marvel label on it and let's throw them in there. Like, let's get the freaking bouncer from the first Blade movie from the Blood Nightclub and throw them in Secret Wars because why the frick not? Like, it's it's just one of those things, man. I won't lie. I do kind of want to see Chris Evans reprise his role as uh, the Human Torch and Captain America. I think that would be funny. We'll see, man. I, I'm going to plead the fifth right now. Because I don't know how I feel about all that. Ask me in a year. Um, I mean, I mean you, def- you definitely want to see him come back as Cap, right? I would love to see him come back, man. But it's like, I don't know, man. I just, I have no idea what they're doing at this point. And I think it's coming out very soon here this month. There's that, what's the title of this book? It's this Marvel uh, MCU book written by a, I think she was with Vanity Fair. Uh, reporter and she's been making like the podcast promotion um uh what is it uh like just promo circuit and it's like she has a lot of scoops from what's been going on with uh marvel studios like the last decade and it's just it's it's wild i gotta look up the book but i'm definitely gonna get it once it's out um i can't talk and type at the same time oh it's called uh Rooting for the Little Guy by Scott Lang. I remember when I said I was going to buy that, and then after Quantumania, I realized I don't want to buy it. Uh, What's it actually called? Something for the Little Guy? Yeah, I think it's called uh, Rooting for the Little Guy, or Don't Forget the Little Guy, some shit like that. But this book is called MCU, The Reign of Marvel Studios. Um, Is it out yet? Oh, yeah, it came out on the 10th, actually, so I need to go get it. Ooh, it's got a 5 out of 5 on Barnes & Noble, 4.6 out of 5 on Goodreads. Damn. It's 494 pages. Damn it. That's 490 more pages than I would ever fucking read I, if I bought it. I gotta I'm get being it. Completely honest. Yeah, I gotta get this because it sounds very, uh, very intriguing. So we'll get some scoops. Marvel just, they got to be so big. Like they had a plan. I feel like right now we're in season two. And I don't know if you've ever watched a show where season one was just fucking awesome. Because you could tell it was a bunch of people that had this fucking plan. And it was only going to go so far. And then it made so much money. And everybody was like, we need more of this. And then they were like, I don't have any more. Make more. And now we're in season two. They're just throwing shit at the wall. Hoping scenes with sticks. Mm -hmm. The thing is, they have so much content. but it's when they're trying to connect it all that it just doesn't, it's not flying not anymore. Connecting. That's the problem. 
we're how many years into this? And exactly. they haven't connected anything. Relatively speaking. I think at first they were like, they're like, we're going to do this and it's going to lead into the Avengers. And you're like, that was amazing. And then they, this is going to lead into Age of Ultron. And you're like, that was not as good, but still awesome. And then they're like, now we're going to bring in a shitload more. And then fucking Infinity War and then some other dog shit. And then fucking Endgame. And everyone's like, let's fucking go. Like that was season one or like season mm. one through three, whatever. And it like led to a thing. And now we're getting like a reboot or something. And it's just not as good. And it's, it, it's, is it good? Yes. Is it as good? Not even close. Cause now they're just like, well, what if we hire this guy who chokes women to be the big bad? And you're like, we want a big bad. Who's not actually bad. What are we doing? Mm-hmm. And here, and here we are. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot to dissect there, man. And like, I don't know if you heard what happened recently in the last week uh, with Daredevil Born Again, the news that came out. Because um, they basically, the studio fired a lot of the writers and showrunners and they basically brought in a whole new team. Um, they're basically going to be redoing the entire show. They're going to keep some of the stuff they already filmed, but they're pretty much like redoing it from the ground up. Uh, reportedly. So let me uh, so weird. Let me, let me throw the spoiler out there a little bit which who knows if they can come out, so whatever. Um, but Spoilers here. Is that a spoiler? I think I should give us a spoiler? You kind of did. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah, well, now you know. Now you know. <laughs> Sorry, Marvel. Whoops. <laughs> That's out. So, Louis, if I told you uh, about Karen and Foggy, do you think they'd be in Daredevil Born Again? Karen and Foggy should be, but I, it would not surprise me if the MCU was like, mm, nah. Okay. So let's say, uh, theoretically, if they weren't in the season or the show at all, do you think they'd explain it? And if so, how do you think they would? It, it's, the, it's the MCU. So if I think they would use like one or two lines to just be like, yeah, Foggy, Karen, they, they fell in love and moved to Missouri or something. And it's like Foggy started a new law firm out in Chicago or and Karen went with him. And now Matt's just doing his thing or something or like Matt on the phone. And he'd be like, yeah, Foggy, it's great to hear from you. How's Chicago? Oh, yeah. How's Karen doing? Something like that. That's how I would imagine they would do it. Am I far away? Am I far off? Uh, you're you pretty far from home on that one, buddy. Uh, uh, no, apparently the writers of the show said, you know what? We're going to focus a lot more on Matt Murdock as a lawyer. The f- you won't even see him suit up until episode four. And the reason why he's not suiting up until four episodes in of this like 18 episode series is because <gasps> Foggy and Karen are dead. In episode one. Let's go. Dead. They killed him off. They, I mean, they're taking the fucking uh, what if approach. 
what if we want to tell a story if we just kill people and use that as our way to tell a what if story? Because that's clearly the only fucking way we can come up with a coherent way to explain a different story. So yeah, they uh, they booted those motherfuckers out there. Um, even Vincent D'Onofrio was kind of tweeting about it on uh, talking about like, we want to make sure we're doing the best possible thing, blah, blah, blah. And then he quit Twitter. But um, this is good and bad news. The bad X. news. Well, yeah, they just X'd out the people running the show. Uh, the bad news is that. Why the fuck did this get greenlit? If that's the story you're going with, because now you're going back on it. Yes, there's been strikes with the Writers Guild and acting and everything. So there's been noticeable delays, but also like the studio is hemorrhaging. You're trying to fix stories. You're bringing a beloved character finally back into the fold, something we never thought would be possible. And then you're going to just fucking kill off two of the most important characters on the show that we spent three seasons getting to know and like investing in. And you're just going to write them off like nothing happened in a shitty way. You're going to just fridge them. Like that's what pisses me off. So hopefully they still, still don't do that with these new writers and everything in this reboot for this fucking show. But like, if they still decide to go through with saying, you know what, we don't want to have Foggy or Karen for blah, 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 doing incorporate. I'm like, why? Why can't you have these characters? They're good, but you absolutely uh, need Foggy. Foggy was awesome. <laughs> Karen sucked. She was. Oh, she her sucked. character pissed me off many times because she was an idiot. Like, <laughs> oh, my God, I'm going to do this even though I know I shouldn't. And people have warned me against my better yeah. judgment and I'm still yeah. going to do it. But I thought she was an important character at least. And she grew on me. Yeah. So I don't think it'd be fair just to say, you know what? Bye bye. You need someone to save. I mean, in the first season she was, she was pivotal. Then like you just said, she's just like sneaking around and doing all this shit. And it's like, you're causing more trouble than you, than what you're worth right now, Karen. Mm. Plus your name is Karen. <laughs> Stop doing this. Just don't give me a uh, haircut. I I think you can have a Daredevil show without those two. But I don't love the idea. Like, I feel like you almost need Foggy. First of all, the guy from Mighty Ducks, he was a Bash brother. He played Foggy. I can't remember his name. Mm -hmm. He was awesome. Mm -hmm. He was awesome. He's good. I, I love, I yeah. I love Foggy in that show and you just can't, you can't get rid of them. Like, especially kill them off. I guess if you're going to try and really put over the Kingpin or fucking bullseye from the season three at the end, he's getting a cybernetic yeah. skeleton or whatever the fuck. I don't know if they're still going with that. Probably not. Probably not. Um, but just in case, if you're trying to like really boost them and they kill Foggy and Karen, I don't love it, mm -hmm. but I don't, but there's nothing I could do about it. So yeah, I would still watch. Yeah. There, um, uh, there's a lot with that, man. Or, or like I said, if they, if they were just going to explain them away, like, Oh yeah. Hey there, Fog. Oh yeah, Chicago. I was treating you. Okay, bye. Then you never hear or see them again. Sure. 
also, oh yeah, also not good, but you know, at least they're not fucking dead in the first episode. I would have been so If you needed to bring Foggy in, you still can. Exactly. Like why, why, Um, why get rid of like, the guy's name is on the plate for the law firm, at least like, come on, at least get in. Now you're just Murdoch. Yeah, it, 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 I, I don't know. I, I, that stuff just rubs my gears. And it goes back to the whole point I bring this up is that, like you said, what is this plan? They're just kind of throwing spaghetti noodles at a fucking wall, hoping it makes a Picasso again. Like, you need to have some co- coherent storytelling and like, please, for the love of fucking Christ, get Feige back on track of actually having the correct oversight of things. The people making these decisions aren't making good ones at all. And it, they, like, I'm kind of glad Marvel's suffering because they need to learn. And also Disney needs to fucking learn. You can't just expect things to be well with like, just because it has a Marvel logo on it that everyone's going to be faithful forever. Even if it's a dog shit, like what happened with Star Wars? I'll say it. Um, but I don't want to be too bitter. I want to have I... sweetness. I love Marvel. I do. I really fucking do. Um, I'm excited for James Gunn to take over DC. I don't know if he's going to be the Kevin Feige role or what his whole thing is. But I've never seen a James Gunn movie. I've been like, well, that was dog shit. I just love what he does. I thought the Suicide Squad that he did was fucking awesome. Mm. I loved the Peacemaker show. I know you loved the good. Peacemaker show. Very good. <laughs> and he's like taking charge. And I think he can fucking. I think he he can give Marvel a run for their money. Because right now Marvel's just putting out dog shit. Yeah, and he's got I, competition. I, I feel bad. I feel bad saying that because it's not dog shit. It's just not as good as they can be doing. There's been a lot of laziness. Um, so they're putting out, you know, half, half work and where I think James Gunn is going to be like, here's our new Superman, this fucking super hot guy. And, you know, Lois Lane, who I can't remember who's playing her and a bunch of other fucking awesome people. Nathan Fillion's going to be fucking badass, fucking green lantern guy. Fucking Batman's coming in. He's going to be a different person. Probably Jensen Jensen Ackles that you fucking sign me right the fuck up. (laughs) Jesus Christ. You know, he could do Martian Manhunter. We've seen him take people that nobody gives a shit about and make them worldwide phenomenons. So he's going to take, you know, fucking Martian Manhunter and, and, and calendar man. And we're going to care a lot about Calendar Man. He's, we're just going to. So, he's yeah, Marvel's got to step it up, man, because James Gunn's coming for him. Good. Which is weird because James Gunn, like, ran one of Marvel's most successful uh, yeah. uh, franchises. Yeah. Good old Guardians. Um, one thing I did want to talk about with uh, good old Loki... I have this crackpot theory because I feel like they spent way too much time on it. 
And lo and behold, it has to do with dessert. Did you feel like it was kind of weird, this whole scene with the key lime pie? Because did you notice that literally every pie in that wall was key lime pie? Uh, yeah, I did. So I wonder, I, I, I really hope they find out in the show and explain it. How were all the TVA uh, inhabitants having their memories wiped? And my theory is that it has to do with the food. It has to do with the pie. Because I don't know where it's just like, this is good pie. Delicious pie. Yes, this pie. Like the way they're like really emphasizing that like it, it's key lime pie, man. And they only have key lime pie. And also, why it's weird. Morbius is like, or, God damn, Mobius is walking because he got pissed when they're interrogating uh, the first round with uh, what's his nuts. And they're going down the hallway of the, and then they go into the weird key lime room. But Loki's like, where are we? Or Mobius says, where are we? Or whatever. And Loki's like, I was following you, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, hey, do you want some pie? He's like, yeah, key lime. It's like, if you guys don't know where you're at, but like all of a sudden you're in the pie room and you wanted key lime pie, like, I feel like they've been there before. I feel like they know that, especially Mobius. But it was just like, he doesn't remember it, but he played it off as if he did. And it felt weird. It's just, I'm, I'm going to say that this is stupid and I'm definitely spending too much time already on this key lime here, but I want to like, Maybe the key lime is the key lime to it all, you know, man? Like, maybe it's in the food. Maybe that's how they're getting their memories wiped. It's the pie. What do you think about this? My nuts? I didn't even know they were, I didn't even know they were getting their memories wiped. Yeah. Uh, I'm fucking... Like you mentioned in the first I, episode. I, I generally don't know what the fuck is going on anymore. <laughs> They're they're wiping everyone's memory. Well, that's why Loki said that, like their memory, their memory of being a person or everything. Well, that's why, like, so when Loki's doing the time slipping in that first episode, he's going to the past, the present, and the future simultaneously. People aren't remembering that they met him originally. Like Casey uh, saw him in the past when he was doing a little, like uh, you know, the waxing, and he almost died. And then he sees him in the present, but he didn't recognize him in the past he definitely would have remembered him in the present timeline if he saw him before. And then they kind of show that again because you see what's his face. Um, Obi, he apparently is like one of the only people who doesn't get his mind wiped and he was actually remembering things. But Mobius didn't remember at all. Uh, he was like, oh yeah, remember you came down here that one time and he's like, yeah, yeah, you know, playing it off like what? But Obi remembers everything, so clearly his mind isn't getting wiped. Why is that? We don't know. I'm hoping that's something they explore and explain. Maybe he doesn't eat the pie. But it's it's evident that that's why, and I think uh, Loki was the one who mentioned, like, he's been wiping your memory. That's why, like, you see all the Kang statues and stuff has been hidden, and then he eventually made it the timekeepers. They saw in the past, this is clearly Kang. This is he who remains. His big-ass statue is in the, like, outside. It's in that weird foyer hotel looking place. His heads are across that meeting room. And then that's when Loki does the prune of the wall, shows all the faces, and they're like, oh. It's because he's wiping their memories. That's why they don't remember any of this. Like, how could you forget a totally tip, a totally different set of statues only being one person and then like three weird fictional robotic 
you know, timekeepers. So he's been wiping their memories. So that's why it's like interesting. I mean, the pie could be, could be the key, the key lime. Key lime, baby. Yeah. Should have been green I, apple pie. I don't know. <laughs> uh, when I saw green pie, I was like, please be green apple. There is no green apple pie. Oh, okay. Okay. If the, if green apple, I, I don't know what kind of apples you use for for apple pie. I don't like apple pie. So green apple pie, boom. I, Homemade okay. apple pie recipe. Granny Smith, green apple pie recipe. Bam. Eight reviews on the Spruce Eats. Are green apples good for pies? Uh, this is one of the most tart apples and a favorite apple among professional bakers. Boom. It exists. But it's not green, though. <laughs> it's an apple pie. They can use food coloring. They can make the the sure you can use food color on fucking anything. <laughs> yeah, but that's my my point. It's still green apple. If you make anything green apple, it automatically sucks. Green <laughs> apple Jolly Ranchers are terrible. Green apple Laffy Taffy. Terrible. No, it's not that bad. I take it over grape. The any banana day. Laffy Taffy is the wor- is the worst flavor. Banana of just tastes like weird vanilla Disgusting. with like powder. Sherry's where it's at. Fuck Laffy Taffy's, if we're being honest. <laughs> I just... I, I, fuck them. Don't they... Pass. <laughs> if I have a bag of Halloween candy, guess what I'm not reaching for? Fucking Laffy Taffy's. Guess what I am reaching for? Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. I agree. I would take the Reese's over that. You like the Peanut Butter Cups? I do, actually. Speaking of speaking of having your memory wiped, you like peanut butter cups? Have you ever seen Fifty First Dates? I have, but I for, I didn't realize there was a reference to it. It's been a while. She gets her yeah. She gets her uh, her memory wiped. That's what the big Samoan guy at the restaurant calls Adam Sandler: peanut butter cups. <laughs> you funny. like them peanut butter cups? Oh man, dude. Uh, so we kind of went all over the place. We kind of jumped across the the timelines here today with our uh, discussion, but. Fuck it. Exactly. Do you have any uh, final thoughts on these first two episodes <laughs> for Loki? Oh, shit. Um, Sylvie is... We didn't even talk about her. Fucking, she's so emo. She's just like... Can I take your order? Working at fucking McDonald's. She's got the mullet. Hiding a, a temp pad in her arm. Or something. I I don't know, man. I, Loki's like, bruh. She's like, dude, fuck you. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> He's like, I, I loved you. And she's like, I didn't love you, you fucking Nerd. fuck. Yeah. And then she's like, hold my hand, but don't fall in love with me again, you fuck. He's like, oh. Yeah, said, don't read into it or whatever. Like, Man, yeah, I guess in the first, no, in the second episode of the first season, Sylvie walks into a door, into a time door, whatever the fuck they're the big orange fucking door, and expects Loki to follow her, but she doesn't tell him to, then he does. 
Well, the same happens in this episode, but Loki walks into the time door mm. and Sylvie follows him, even though he doesn't tell her that she has to or something. I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. It's another thing I, I read from either Screen Crush or New Rock Stars or whoever. No, nah, it's a I Louis Tonarini original. I go, I go, what the fuck is happening? And then I listen to someone who pays way more attention to me talk about it. And then I go, I can try and share this with the world. By the world, I mean our listeners. Doing the Lord's work, baby. Who are my world. So, uh. Where do you think we're going? We're going on a trip on a tiny rocket ship. Um, I want to say we're going to find. Hmm. <laughs> I, I I don't know, man. I was thinking after this, uh, rewatch the second episode. I think at the end of this series, Sylvie is going to be the one who is actually running the TVA. But she's not going to call it like the TVA. She's going to call it something else. But she's like, you know, she's so anti-TVA, anti-establishment, blah, 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 blah. I hate it. But she's like, seems to be one of the people who actually like does understand and how to make it, why, like why it needs to be better and what could make it better. But she doesn't want to make it better because she's like, is still so apprehensive and resentful towards it that she'd rather see it demise. I think now that she's had some time, like to actually stay in a timeline that like, she didn't have to eat rats, right? Or like when she went up to the counter in that post-credit scene. And she's like, I don't know. She's she's eating McDonald's. Yeah. So. She's like, oh my God, I'm at McDonald's. True. Um, I think she's understanding. And that's why they showed that little end part of the episode with her like talking to her coworker, that little kid. Like, is your mom picking you up? Mobius. That's Mobius, dude. Someone on the oh, internet said so. God. That'd be... F- but yeah, wild. his mom was coming to get yeah. him. I think it's something like she's just sitting on the hood of her car. Right. And I think she's finally like seeing that she can almost like care about other people. Like there is like timelines we're saving, right? And so I wonder if what's gonna be that gets her back into all this is like, you know what, maybe I maybe I should try and help. Cause I'd be ashamed to like watch these people, innocent people die, right? So maybe she'll eventually come back and she'll become the one who runs it all correctly and that'll be her place in the story and maybe they just leave her there and she's the one who takes care of all this timeline stuff and then Loki maybe is like, my job here is done and then he leaves and then, or he stays and they, I don't know, they have a happy little family together. They're co-presidents or co-managers. I don't know. But I I feel like at the end of this show, either way, it's going to have them in a very high, important role. So here's to that. I ge- I genuinely don't know how we get from where we're at to Victor Timely. And like we saw the the scene with Victor Timely at the end of Ant-Man and like Loki's terrified. He's like that's the guy. But like how, how do we get there? And why are they there? Yeah. I mean the, from what I can tell they found Ravona Renslayer at the end of the second episode. Right, right. So, so the next episode, they're going to be going after her. Uh, just in comic book world, Ravona Renslayer is... She's either in love or... King really falls in love with her. A lo- 
Yeah, Kang is she's a whole th- Kang thing. So maybe they got a Kang thing. She's with Victor. T- she's with Victor Timely and her thing, and so they're looking for Ravona in in this world. But they end up coming across this Kang variant, Victor Timely. I guess that's the only. I I can't figure out how they're gonna. Like I don't know what the fuck is happening. In the first season, I kind of knew what was happening. Now I just I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's like watching Lost. You just end the episode. You're like, "What the fuck is going on?" You're feeling lost. And then you turn on fucking Gen V, and it's just like a straight line. And you're like, "Okay, this makes sense." That's what happens when TV writers aren't involved in writing TV. No more yeah. now. Uh, going on strike. I think uh, I feel like. The third episode is going to get us that Victor Timely stuff or episode four. But I wouldn't be surprised if we have very little Kang this season. Well, we only got He Who Remains in the last episode of the first season. Granted, it was fucking awesome. Right. But like there was hardly anything. So I feel like if you're going to do that, you should get more of it in the next season. Mm Mm-hmm. Unless we're just going to do one episode of Jonathan Majors per Loki season. Also, he's probably done now. So one episode of Kang or his variants per Loki season, which just sounds fucking terrible. Mm. Like, fuck. And his court case <laughs> still like, it got like delayed again last I heard in August. So it was looking more in favor of him person apparently the person he's against in the lawsuit is like fled the country apparently I, like I, I don't know but he hasn't been like actually like X'd out it's one of those things yeah. where you're guilty until like you're just yeah. that's just what it is like even if he's found innocent and all this and everything they're still going to be like apprehensive about working with him mm-hmm. It sucks because that's not how it's supposed to be, but it is how it is, you Mm -hmm. know? So between him and fucking what's his name? Uh, Namor. Oh yeah. Tina Corta. It's like, about that. Sure. Yeah. So we're just dealing with all of the baddies. Like, being actual baddies and it's just so weird not good I, I don't know what to even like are they even if he's found innocent can you put him in a movie and expect everyone to be okay with that personally mm. you know I'm not the most politically correct person in the world I would be okay like if he's innocent that he's innocent mm. put him in the movie but I don't know Moral of the story is: the fuck am be I? a good person, y'all. Don't boo, don't do bad things. Yeah. Be a good person. Yeah, it's not that hard. Just don't be a dick. Yeah, exactly. The more you know. If there's one, yeah, if there's one thing to take away from Quantum Mania is <laughs> don't be a dick. All right. Well, how about we end this episode on some very exciting news with an announcement? 
Okay. Are you ready for this? Are you ready? Are you ready? Sure. All right, Louie. We did it. We did it. We have broken over 100,000 downloads for our podcast as of today. We have exceeded 100,000 downloads across all of our 90-something episodes. So, Louie, we did it, man. We did it. We're two years in this episode or this podcast, and uh, damn, dude. We've ridden the the highs, the lows. We've ranked high top 100s in spots in like parts of the world. But now we got six figures, baby. Baby. Hell yeah, dude. So, you know, it actually has been like uh, something I've been watching like freaking every day for a while now, seeing these uh, numbers. And, you know, we took a break for part of the summer and that definitely uh, did delay it. But the fact like we came back and, you know, we finally broke this record and like, I don't know, it, it makes me like, holy shit, dude, like people listen to us a little bit. Um, it's insane. So to all the listeners out there, if you've listened to a couple minutes, every episode, you've interacted with any of our posts, you've joined our community, like anything at all that's helped us support us, like giving us a review. Uh, it's incredible. Thank you guys so freaking much. It's, it's, it's just insane. And, you know, Louie and I just, we do this from the bottom of our heart for fun. We're not trying to be rich off this or go to premieres, which would be nice. Uh, but it's, you know, it's like, we, we want to have fun. I don't want to go to a premiere. We'll do a road trip. We won't drive if, if you'll go. Oh. Hopefully one day. That still sounds awful. Oh, man. Well, Louie, we did it. And I'm happy. So I wanted to, I wanted to surprise you a little bit. 100K. Look at us. Hell yeah. Look at us. We're done. We talked about the first two episodes. We uh, went all over the place with the MCU. So hopefully you guys enjoy this. And uh, like I said, if you are hopping on the Spider-Man train, be sure to join our Discord. So we'll have a cool little chat for you to talk about the game. And, you know, it's fun to talk about things you're experiencing the first time. It's great. Share some chips, tips and tricks, little Easter eggs. Be Spider-Man. Be greater together. And what is yeah. also... Check out our... You got it. Oh, I was going to say, check out our Slack channel. Also, go to our My Yearbook page. Be sure to follow us on Instagram. Uh, we're now available on Twitter. Uh, no, we're, 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 no, we're fi- find us over, find us over here on, on, on MySpace. Uh, go to Neopets and, and, and come visit our, our kingdom. Uh, go to Farmville. <laughs> we're on Farmville. Uh, you can now find us over here on, on X, X.com where we will be, no, uh, inter, inter, interacting with our, our listeners. We're on threads though. Um, follow us on threads where we thread stuff. We're going to thread you. <laughs> thread the needle, right baby. After we thread ourselves. Um, also we're, we're available on, uh, on real life dick party.com. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Please don't tell me that's a real website. Uh, it's, it's an Aziz Ansari bit. It might be a real website. Uh, I, 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 I might have, no, I'm not going to type that in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, man. Well, you know, it's 
like what Louis said, if you're looking to interact with us more, just look in the show notes or just when in doubt, head over to earthy94podcast.com. But please, guys, please, it would help us out tremendously. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts. The more stars, the better. But even if you say a couple words, if we're dog shit or if you think we are the shit, share us, let us know. It helps us climb the ranks a little bit more. Spotify. Don't tell me I'm dog shit. Give us some more stuff. so sensitive. Yeah, we're very emotionally sensitive and, you know, we don't want to, don't hurt our feelings, but if you have to, at least say we're dog shit, but give us five stars. That'd be great. Tell your friends about us. Yeah, that's true. Tell your friends to tell their friends. Right there, you got like 38 people. Hell yeah. Math. (laughs) All right, man, we are done. We're out of here. We've been Earth A94. We will see you next week. Bye. For all time. Beep, 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 beep,